the second half of BYU basketball is about to begin. Alongside Mark Duran, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU basketball brought to you in part by Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. About to start the second half here in Manhattan. Bramlage Coliseum, site of BYU and K-State for this Saturday matinee. K-State 42 and BYU 38 is our score. BYU did a nice job getting back in this game, and now it's a, it's a dog fight here, I guess a cat fight in Manhattan, and uh, we, need to, we need to see a little bit more production out of Nell. Uh, Tari, or excuse me, Ali Khalifa and da- Dallin Hall, those guys were very quiet in the first half, and especially Trevin Nell, I'd like to see a couple threes go from him. I think he's in a spot where he can be real contributor here in the second half. All right, BYU almost certainly need to dramatically increase its three-point percentage to win here today. BYU missed 12 of 16 three-point tries. Mark, the three-point shot's too much of BYU's attack to be shooting 25%. Uh, it's, it's so important, and, and they're not getting the offensive rebounds necessarily either. They trail by one in the offensive rebounds. So sometimes you can get away with it if you're missing threes, if you're getting the offensive rebounds, but that, that part have, hasn't happened either. And K-State can expand the lead to open the second half. They'll get the ball to start half number two. So the arrow to BYU. We're five seconds into the second half. Wildcats in white. BYU in navy blue. The Wildcats go right to left as we see it and you hear it here at half. Number two, Kaluma. Great first half. Pivoting on Khalifa and hands high to Day Ames. Ames down the lane on Nell. Nell staying up and down on Ames. Ames gives it up. Right Great wing to, Kalu- uh, to Kaluma. Kaluma, baseline jumper. Good and the foul. Wow. Such good defense for 28 seconds, and then you pail Kaluma out with a foul and a bucket. And a chance for a seven-point lead to open half number two. Kaluma, 16 in the first half, already up to 18. Now a chance for 19. Last week, it was two guys with career highs in Stillwater, and Kaluma's pacing for one here today. It's hard. Uh, Ali Khalifa generally has the guard on him, and he's just... Especially when he gets a ball on the perimeter, it's hard for Ali to keep up with him going laterally. Seven for seven now at the free throw line for Kaluma. K State is nine for ten and seven point lead here early in the second half. BYU began the first half down eight nothing. Now begins the second half down seven and turns it over and it's a breakaway pick six for Cam Carter. He scores. He's got six and BYU's just like that down nine. Five in a row for K State to start the second half. First half and second half start the very same way for BYU, but Dallin Hall ends a mini run with a driving lay-in. Good to see for BYU. 47-40, Cougs within seven. And the starts to either half just brutal for BYU. Kaluma, post up. Good defense there by Waterman. Left wing to Perry, repost to Kaluma. Kaluma on 19 points. Turnaround jumper, good again. Wow, little late footer, base left, and... 21 for Kaluma. A terrific defense again and probably traveling on Kaluma, but man, he gets the shot. Nine-point K-State lead, 49-40. to 40. K-State's large lead's been 12. Oh, a nice show by Khalifa to lose his defender, opening up a path to the 10 for two. BYU makes yeah. it 49-42. Cooks down seven. Two scoreless guys from the first half get the buckets here to start the second half. K-State has scored in every possession so far here in the second half, and they may do it again as 
Jarrell Colbert gets fouled on a little four-footer right to the right of the rim. And the foul to Nell will put Colbert the line for two. Every time down the floor to start second half, K-State has scored. 18-11 to play. BYU just tries they might to get over the hump. It's been a slog here in Manhattan. One tie is what we've had so far for BYU, and that's about it. As K-State has hardly looked back but for that brief spurt, as there's a miss of a free throw by Colbert. Colbert only a 58% free throw shooter, and maybe the deeper this game gets, the more those free throw numbers from guys like Colbert and Gasson and McNair become a factor. Yeah, just don't foul Perry or Kaluma, who's already made seven. Two misses, and the rebound to Waterman. So Colbert goes 0 for 2. This will help the comeback effort for BYU. Cougs on the rebound, down seven. Looking to battle back here in, at Bramlage. Waterman takes a post feed from Khalifa. Resets to Khalifa up top. Khalifa bounces to the right. Hall. Hall straight away. Looking down the barrel on a 10-second shot clock. Waterman pressured there by Kaluma. This match in the post. K-State really extends the defense on the perimeter. Waterman lobs it to Khalifa, who got that seal and misses down low, but he's fouled. A little push on the smaller defender. It'll put Khalifa at the line for two. What you want there is a three-point play with the advantage, but he just couldn't quite get the shot to go as that foul took him off balance. And so it'll be a two-free-throw opportunity for Ali Khalifa in a seven-point game. 49-42. K-State leading BYU. Ali at the line, and Ali is 58%. Scored his first two of the game a moment ago. Now looking for points three and four. 11 for 19 on his free throws. 11 for 20, the miss by Ali Khalifa. That was flat and hard. 49-42 K-State. First free throw miss of the game for BYU. Khalifa makes a second of two, and that's kind of who he is, a 58% free throw shooter. Goes one for two. 49-43, BYU within six. A different look zone now for BYU. See if that's more effective than that man has been. K-State's open the second half with a 7-5 cushion. After leading by four at the break, the lead's up to six. 49-43, BYU in the 2-3. Johnson and Hall man the top side of the zone. Ames. To the left elbow, Colbert. Right corner three. Missed. It's an air ball long by Cam Carter. Noel Waterman grabs the rebound and starts BYU away. So the Diaz zone did its job, and BYU grabs a rebound. You do need K-State to see its three-point number dip here in the second half. A no-point possession. He'll take it. First time this half. Well, no, they missed the two free throws a moment ago, too. So, yeah. Johnson right wing. Nice skip left corner. Noel Waterman. Just didn't catch the ball. Turnover. Just didn't catch it. A skip pass for a wide-open three-left corner. And Noah had it slipped through his fingers. Turnover BYU. Classic kind of take your eyes off it as he was going into his motion of his shot. He knew he was going to shoot it. BYU's sixth turnover to seven. I beg your pardon. Yep, seven for K-State. But in the comeback effort, every little mistake is magnified, and that's one of them right there. 49-43, K-State by six. They can expand the lead to eight or nine here. 16.55 to play, BYU. Down four at the break, down seven, down six now. Perry, high, aims. Again, the offensive pace slowing somewhat as BYU stays in the zone. Hall matches to it on Perry left side. Now top side, Carter. Perry open for three. Will drive it and kick it high to Carter. Carter bangs into Nell. Nell's called for the foul. Nell on the closeout chested him, and that'll be a foul on Trevin. On Trevin, number two. On BYU, number three of half number two. To one for K-State after half. K-State opened the game, leading 8-0. Took a 12-point lead in the first half before BYU rallied back. Got it to a tie game. The only tie we've had came at 28-28. 
It was 14-10. K-State, the rest of half number one. 49-43 Wildcats now. 15-second shot clock, 16-30 game clock. And shoving away Spencer Johnson was Cam Carter. Offensive foul. Spencer's so good at drawing those. You know, he hasn't drawn as many charges as he used to in the past because of the rule change, but he still has a real knack for drawing those offensive fouls. It just kind of almost baits the offensive player into just leaning in, and then when he feels the contact, he goes flying. And that'll be three on Carter. 49-43 for a three-point game. No! Nell misses from three. Offensive rebound, though. Spencer Johnson knocked out of his hands. It'll stay BYU basketball 16-12. The Cougs' three-point number now is under 24%. 23.5 at four for 17. BYU makes more threes per game than only one other team in the country. But they've made just four today on four of 17. When BYU loses games, the three-point number is usually the culprit. Nice little turnaround, soft jump hook by Dallin Hall. Missed it. And the rebound to K-State. Got really good position. And the soft shot, no good. And a K-State player down behind the play. And who is it? Will McNair Jr., perhaps. Yeah. Holding his, his face, maybe got hit in the eye, very painful. Timeout, 15-58 to play, we're taken at 49-43, K-State the lead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to the all-pro capital courtside seats and rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU basketball brought to you by JCW's. Dinner after the game at JCW's includes something for everybody, from burgers to wings and shakes to salads. JCW's quality and a lot of it in Lehigh, American Fork, Provo, South Jordan, and Harriman. On one hand, the fact that BYU has only four threes is not surprising in that K-State hasn't allowed ten threes in a game since December 17th against Nebraska. So teams don't make a lot of threes, and BYU's made only four of 17. But on the other hand, of the 17 looks... There have been a lot of good ones, Mark, and, and BYU, which makes its living at the three-point line as they're second nationally in threes made per game. They're shooting 36% from the arc on the year. That 24% number right now is really glaring at 4 of 17. And it's just combined with the fact that K-State is just shooting the lights out from three. That that's, makes it even more, uh, shows the disparity even more. So that's got to change, obviously. And, BYU still, though, within shouting distance. I mean, you just want to kind of hang around. You're never going to likely blow a team out on the road, but just hang around, and eventually you would think for guys like Trevin and others that the threes will go. And, and you, you've seen how quickly games can turn with BYU when they just hit a couple of two threes in a row, and, and all of a sudden they have a lead. So you just kind of want to not let it get away from you until that can happen, hopefully. Well, if BYU can get to 10 threes, which no Big 12 team has done, I think BYU is going to win the game. Even getting to nine might be enough as they're sitting at four right now. They've got 15 to 58 to find, well, more threes and more points of any kind as they trail it by six. It's 49-43. All right, as we're coming out of the under 16-minute media timeout, let's call this one the uh, All-Pro Capital money moment of the game and see what the Cougs do between now and the next media timeout. So from under 16 to under 12, let's see where the Cougars are. They're minus 6 right now. This is the All-Pro Capital money moment of the game brought to you by All-Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All-Pro Capital. Money moments of the game the next four minutes. 49-43 K-State. K-State basketball. Drive base by Kaluma. Takes a bump by Waterman. Foul number four on BYU and half number two. Non-shooting. Out of bounds to K-State. Seeing a, a lot more whistles in the second half. The referees let a play for the most part in the first half. And that was a pretty 
Kind of ticky-tack bump on uh, Noah Waterman with Kaluma. Four fouls against BYU, 2-2 for K-State after halftime. The send-in to Colbert, guarded by Traore. Colbert on the right wing. High to Perry. BYU back to a man as Perry drives, misses, foul, free throws. Another foul. 5-2 to two. now the fouls. Traore picks it up. K-State's lost 7-8. of eight. The only win in that time, an overtime win over, K- over KU here. And it was off that Kansas game that K-State came to Provo and took an L, and that began a three-game skid. So it was a four-game losing streak, win over KU, then a three-game losing streak. It brings us into today. Like you said, they started out gangbusters in conference, and they, they like in like you said, they beat KU and Baylor here on this floor. So certainly can beat very good teams in this building. Free throw good by Perry. He's got 11. Yeah, he's probably not going to miss at the free throw line. He's terrific. 122 for 133. Now 123 for 134. He's missed 11 free throws on the year. He's a 93% free throw shooter. He makes them both. The lead is 8 again. 51 to 43. BYU began the first half down 8. They're down 8 to begin the second half. Three-pointer missed by Johnson. Rebound K-State. And BYU may... Rue, another tough three-point day should things not go their way here in Manhattan. Perry penetrates into Traore. The handoff to Kassan. Reverse lay-in 10-point game. Kassan's got five and 53-43. BYU's down double digits. Second time today. Robinson from three. No. Offensive rebound. Foose missed the stick back. The stick back is good by Johnson. A foul, though, before the second putback. They're going to call Colbert, and they're going to say it's on Johnson, or was it down on Foose initially? Either way, it's two free throws. So it's got to be I on think Foose. Foose will be yeah, shooting. Foose drew it. So Foose will shoot two with BYU down 10. Uh, almost an unfortunate foul there as Spencer tipped in Foose's miss. So take two off the board, and Foose does put one back on here. BYU eight for nine now at the free throw line. Traore. Has nine. Three Cougs with nine apiece. Robinson, Johnson, and Foose now. Foose to become the first Coug in double figures with the second free throw. BYU's down nine, 53 to 44. That was a tough three-point miss from Spencer. You're not going to get a better look than that, but Foose does get both free throws. BYU in the first half trailed by 10, 11, and 12. Spencer and Jackson both had wide-open looks. So you, you like your chances with those two guys. BYU down eight now, 53-45 after... Foose goes two for two. BYU back to his own. Kansas State six for 11 from deep. BYU four for 19. Gasson with a reverse lay and falling to the floor. He made it almost from his knees and back to a 10-point game. K-State pushing the lead to double digits again. 55-45. 14-25 to play. Johnson bounces low to Traore. Traore working mid-alley mid right. Jump hook, no. Offensive rebound, Johnson. Great board by Spencer, and he's fouled. That'll be foul number four on K-State, non-shooting. So 5-4, BYU 5, and K-State 4 fouls after halftime. 14-16 to go. BYU in the comeback trail. Down 10. Spencer is actually a terrific rebounder. He gets up very high and anticipated that miss. Went, got it. Kaluma, by the way, is his first foul. Jackson Robinson, scoring star for BYU in the first half, looking to get going in half number two. And a score with a foul! 
turning in the paint, squeezing it up and scoring it from the right post. And he gets held on his way up, and a three-point play opportunity for BYU. Perhaps that can spur the Cougs to a little run here in the second half. Jackson Robinson started a first-half run for BYU. Can he do it here in half number two? Johnson joins Fuseni Traore in double figures. I mean, beg your pardon, Robinson joins Fus in double figures. Jackson now with 11, Fus 10, and Jackson make it 12 at the free-throw line. The foul to Day-Day Ames. Fouls now are even up 5-5 here in the second half. Jackson Robinson for the three-point play to make it a seven-point game. Nope. Short on the free throw. Rebound, Kaluma. Your 90% shooter misses that one, so that, that, that hurts. 55-47. Deficit stays eight for BYU. 13-58 to play here in Manhattan. BYU again to the 2-3. This has been good for three-point shooting, but Kansas State able to get layups out of this zone. Left wing, Kaluma whips it left corner. Perry, three, good again. Perry's got his fourth three and 15 points as K-State pushes the lead to 11. And on the other end, Noah Waterman draws a shooting foul on his drive. It'll be David Gasson picking it up, his second. The Wildcats have their sixth, and so... BYU will be in the single bonus on K-State's next foul. And BYU may need to go to tactical fouling at some point in this game because of the number of subpar free throw shooters K-State has. And BYU needs to slow the game down, stop the clock, and find some way to get back in this contest. Free throws may be a way. Waterman shoots two, and that's a miss. And now BYU's 9 of 12 from the free throw line. Kansas State, over the last three games, is 12 for 57 from the three-point line. Today, they're 7 for 12. Amazing. Another miss for Waterman. BYU's missed three in a row. I'd sure like to see a team shoot from three like they normally do against everyone else when BYU plays them. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. It makes you wonder if BYU's doing something to help teams get hot from three. BYU not helping itself from the free throw line. Three consecutive misses. Stays in 11-point game. David Gasson on the post up on Saunders. Saunders reaching in on Gasson. Gasson waits, waits, squeezes it up and draws the foul. Shooting foul. Two more free throws. But not, not a bad guy to have shooting. Gasson is one for two, and he shoots 43%. And so he'll get two. The team foul situation now even six apiece. And so it'll be both teams single bonus on the next foul either way. 13-15 to play. And this Cougar comeback effort, Mark, is just stalling here in Manhattan. Yeah, it feels like a dangerous point in the game as Kansas State opening up a double-digit lead here. BYU missing free throws and not hitting any threes. Guys BYU's like not made a three them. after halftime. 0 for 3. And they're at 21%, which would be, I think, a season low if this number stayed. When you're BYU and you rely this much on the three, you just can't, you can't deal with the numbers BYU shooting from deep today. One for two. Loose ball and off of K-State out of bounds. 59-47. So Gasson, again, a one for two trip. And they're just, they're just enough poor free throw shooters for K-State, Mark, that... It could be something BYU turns to late if they can get within shouting distance. 59-47 Wildcats. BYU needing to see a run come together here. But K-State's made his last three from the field. Jackson Robinson driving on McNair. Pulls it out to the perimeter. Lobs it to Traore. Upside steal by K-State. And breakaway the other way. Cam Carter reverse lay-in. No, but he's fouled. He'll get free throws on foul number seven by BYU. It'll be a shooting foul. Dallin Hall picks it up. K-State's in the bonus, and this will be two anyway. 
So with 12.47 to play, K-State plays for its largest lead of the day. They led by 12 in the first half, 12 in the second half, and this for a 13-point cushion from Carter at the free-throw line. He's another excellent free-throw shooter, 83%. Hasn't shot a free-throw today. And makes that one. Seven points for Carter. A great play by Kaluma as Perry was stuck on Ali Khalifa. He had a mismatch, but Kaluma came knowing that the BYU would try and get it into him, came off the wing and was able to intercept that pass. Two for two for Carter, eight points on the day. Second consecutive road game mark. BYU's not had a lead at any point. 61-47 now, K-State game-high lead. Dallin Hall held out front, one and one for Hall. Perry picks it up. It's only his first foul of the game. And so seventh foul, and both teams shooting free throws the rest of the way. This will be a bit of a free throw contest down the lane, down the line, as it's 12.40 to go still, and both teams in the bonus. And so, Dallin Hall with a front yeah. end trailing yeah. by 14, and the Cougars have already now missed three consecutive free throws. Sometimes the whistle hurts you as Dallin had, had his man beat. would have been an easy layup, and, but now he'll have to go front end of a one-on-one to get the two points. Lord, no. Four consecutive misses. BYU's missed free throws against K-State in Provo. Almost cost the Cougars, and they're not helping BYU in this one. Down at the other end, a bobble in the paint collected by Gasson. He's stripped. Another steal back the other way. Saunders drives it. Hangs and hits. Nicely done on the lay-in. Richie Saunders makes it a 12-point game. 12-12 to play here in Manhattan. BYU down a dozen. BYU now 9 of 14. But they were 9 for 10 before four consecutive free throw misses. And that last was a front end, so cost as many as two points on the trip. 12-point deficit. K-State driving with Gasson. Blocked by Khalifa. Saunders the other way. BYU four on three. Saunders down the barrel. Hall for three. Missed it. Rebound. Saunders. Reset Johnson. To Khalifa for three. And that's a miss. (laughs) Offensive rebound. Hall. Reset Robinson. To Johnson. Won't take it. Dallin Hall will for three, and that's a miss. And the rebound, fight for the rebound, results in a loose ball foul by BYU. Timeout on the floor. K-State will shoot free throws after this. Well, the Cougs are getting their looks. That sums it up right there. And not making a single one of them. 0 for 6 after halftime, and BYU is having its worst three-point day of the year. 11.38 to go. K-State by 12, 61-49. We're taking a break on the new skit. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here is Ben Bagley with a scoreboard update. After an earlier OT exciting game in the Big 12, another one close coming down the stretch. In Ames, Iowa's sixth-ranked Iowa State has a 52-51 lead right now in West Virginia as the two teams continue to swap buckets back and forth. West Virginia outscoring the Cyclones 21-12 thus far in the second half. Now back to BYU and Kansas State with Greg and Mark. Thank you, Ben. BYU basketball brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Well, the three-point shot is BYU's moneymaker. And so far, it's been insufficient funds here at Bramlage Coliseum. BYU 4 for 22 from the three-point line. That's 18.2%. The Cougs have shot in the 20s from three four times this year. And not surprisingly, they lost all four games. 
23% at Utah, loss. 28% versus Cincy, loss. 29% Texas uh, Houston, loss. 23% on Oklahoma State, loss. And today, under 20%, 18.2%, and losing by 12. Mark, I think we need to see a massive three-point turnaround in the final 11:38 for BYU to have a shot here this afternoon. Yeah, that last possession was brutal as they had three open looks and uh, no, no makes. And now Kansas State at the line. One and one. Point lead. One and one on team foul number eight. BYU's missed four consecutive free throws uh, as they the, try and come back in this one. On the third miss, Richie Saunders fouls on the rebound. The last flurry of threes marks referencing as we come back in. Cam Carter shoots one and one. He's two for two today and 83-plus percent on the year. And that's front-end make. So Carter with a free throw for double figures here. Scored 14 points at BYU, then only 14 over his next two, but is back to a more typical day today. He was three for his last 17 from the field, coming in three for seven on this day. and makes both free throws. He's got ten. So it's a third Wildcat in du- double figures. BYU down 14. That's the game-high deficit for BYU. Trey Stewart runs the show for BYU at this point. Jackson Robinson up high. Robinson, little 12-foot floater. Missed it. Rebound Perry. Ooh. 63-49, K-State. BYU manning it on the defensive end. Post feed to McNair. McNair took a poke in the eye earlier in the half. He's okay. After sitting for a bit, McNair. Little baseline shake and bake on Atiki. Late whistle. Atiki Ali Atiki hasn't played in the last two games. And gets some second half minutes as Coach Pope looks for some kind of answers. It's 63-49 K-State. And another foul. And now it'll be double bonus the rest of the way with still 11 minutes to play. Two free throws here for Will McNair Jr., but another subpar free throw shooter. And these are the guys you can foul tactically late. Colbert, McNair, and Gasson. McNair, one and one. Makes it. McNair, 53% with a front-end conversion. Five points on the day. Had seven points, ten rebounds, two blocks in Provo. Now 19 for 35 and 20 for 36 on his free throws. Makes them both. K-State, 18 for 22 at the free throw line to BYU's 9 of 14. If it's going to happen for BYU, it needs to start pretty quickly here. Game-high 16-point deficit. That little push shot by Richie Saunders is a miss. Rebounded by Atiki Ali Atiki. A reset to Robinson straight away. Dribbles into a contested three right side. Nope. Four for 23 from deep. And BYU, if it loses today, will lose at the three-point line. 65-49 is our score. Cam Carter left side. Perry on the wing left. A season of ups and downs. The potential down note here at Bramlage. Carter, deep three right side. That's a miss. K-State one for three from three after halftime. BYU is 0 for 7. Jackson Robinson front court right. 10-10 to play and BYU's down a game high 16. 65-49. A tiki up high. The handoff to Robinson. Stripped, regains possession, thought about the three left. Trey Stewart topside won't take it. Jackson again receives the pass, three-point land left. Dribbles into a three and misses that. Rebound, Nell had it and then lost out of bounds off of K-State. It'll stay BYU basketball. BYU now in this half, 0 for 8 at the three-point line. 
So the comeback effort, you'd think, would have to be helped by better three-point shooting, and it's gotten worse after halftime. And Jackson Robinson started out like, like I mean, he was in the he was in the zone and got two fouls and had to sit. And I don't know if he's made yeah. a shot since then. Yeah, it was, that was that was an interesting stage of the game, right? He was on fire and they had to sit and came back in, but did have to leave for a bit after heating up. Jacks one for eight from deep today. 9.51 to play. Dallin Hall takes a baseline foray. A little backhand flip missed, and then a putback dunk is missed by Atiki Ali Atiki. One of those days, right? Perry <laughs> transition three. Days. Missed it long. That'll help BYU. Nell throws off of Kaluma. It'll stay BYU basketball. 94 feet away. 65-49, but isn't that just the way the day is gone? Dallin gets right to the rim. A tough backhanded conversion yeah, yeah. attempt, but he missed it. And then Atiki for the throwdown and missed the dunk. And he was right there, just rimmed out. So 65-49, the score stays. Time wasting, 9.31 to play. Low to Waterman. Blocked on his little fall away as he was falling to the floor. Offensive rebound to Tiki. Atiki bounces twice. Goes back up with a jump hook. And nice. that's good! Atiki Ali Atiki makes it a 14-point game. Finally, the lid comes off. BYU was 0 for its last 10 from the field. Now 1 for 11 as Atiki converts. And when you look at a comeback, going 0 for 10 is... If not quite a death knell, it's, it's hard to come back from. We'll see if the Cougars can do it here. Nine minutes to go, down 14. A driving kick from Kaluma to Carter. Carter takes a bump, finds Kaluma for three left corner. Blocked by Jackson. Oh, he's fouled. Jackson got the ball but got the hand on the follow-through, so Kaluma's going to shoot three on Jackson Robinson's fourth personal foul of the game. A tough luck for BYU there. Down 14. And he was fouled on the three. It looked to be a clean block, but there was a foul on the follow-through, and so Kaluma... Having a great day. 21 points. Perfect from the free throw line. Goes to the line for three more in this one. His career high, 27 against BYU when he played for Creighton. That was just the third on Jackson. Kaluma, perfect. Eight for eight at the free throw line. And over 80% now on the season. And so 22, four, uh, five off a career high. Luba's been a problem. He's got eight rebounds and a couple of assists as well. Two for two and another one coming. 23 on nine for nine at the free throw line. So Kaluma has as many free throws as the BYU team does today. BYU's nightmares of Kaluma. He's had a lot of success against the Blue. Place gets really quiet during free throws. Second, there's a miss. Kaluma misses for the first time today. Now nine for ten. He's got 23. BYU on the board, 67 to 51. The game high 16 point deficit. Hall, top of the key three. No, it's no good. Offensive rebound. Noah, stick back and score. Waterman on the offensive rebound. Second chance points, 11 and 12 for BYU. BYU plus two on second chance points today. 8.30 to play. BYU down 14. Now you sense that K State might go just a little longer in every little clock. Kaluma will run it. He'll say, nope, I'm going to go early and scoop and score. Wow. Arthur Kaluma. 25 points, two off a career high. Dallin Hall up top. BYU's down 16 again. Atiki, angle left. Squares to face. Conveys to Trevin Nell left side. Trevin. No threes and only two points on the day. Waterman for three, and there it is. BYU's first three in the second half. The Cougs now one for ten from deep after halftime. 13-point game. 
So we're going to get to the under eight-minute media timeout here in the next whistle. And the Cougs will need a double-digit comeback in the final eight. A little Euro from 12 feet and an air ball from Kaluma. Saved in by BYU. Does this start the run for the Cougs? Waterman down the barrel. Transition. Opportunity for Hall. Hall will take it deep. Bounce it to Atiki. Atiki soft jump hook. Heavy, though. And rebound Colbert. Mm. Tough miss. Down 13. 69-56. And now K-State walks into four-court. 7.20 to go. And walk is the operative word here for Day-Day Ames. 7.15 to play. BYU's not led at any point in this game. Similar to last week in Stillwater. And similar in a lot of ways to last week's game in Stillwater. A nice steal from Waterman, however, in the defensive paint. And BYU into four court. Waterman right wing Nell. Touch pass Hall. Hall drives past Ames. Bounces it off the foot of Atiki. Bounces back into Hall's hands. The give to Atiki for the hammer. BYU with an 11. 6.55 to play. Maybe Kansas State will start feeling a little bit of yep. tension in what they're doing. Well, a great job by Hall to stick Remember with that, that BYU was the, the big leader in Provo, and K-State inched back into the game. Timeout, we're taking it. It's the bonus timeout. 6.41 to play. BYU looking to get back in it. Down 11, 69-58. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Your home for BYU basketball is the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU basketball brought to you by Delta, the official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. All right, I'm going to give you a lot of hope right here, Mark. Two, two, two weeks ago today in Provo, at the 641 mark to go in the game. And by the way, we have 641 to go here in Manhattan. And BYU's down 11. So a 641 to go in Provo. BYU led by 15 over Kansas State. Over the next five minutes, K-State outscored BYU 18-5 and got it to a two-point game. So outscored BYU by 13 over five minutes. If BYU outscores K-State by 13 over the next five minutes, BYU will have a lead in this game. So all BYU has to do is what K-State did to BYU two weeks ago. They were down big. They were down 17 in the second half. Down 15 at this point in the game and almost won the game. Got to within two. Now, BYU did pull away to win by six, but K-State made it a whole new ball game from this point in the game onward. BYU has to do the same thing. I'm convinced. I'm on board the Greg Rubel train, man. Let's go. Here here we go. And and get some big plays out of Noah Waterman, who's played really well in this game. And now... We'll have a chance to get a defensive stop here, but some of those threes for that scenario to happen are going to have to start dropping for BYU. Yes, BYU may not get above 30% in this game from three, and again, BYU's not won a game all year. Under 30, they're at 19% right now, 5 for 26, 1 for 10 after halftime. Here we go, BYU on defense, 6.41 to play. And BYU looks very intent as K-State works on a 15-second shot clock. As Rafiki says, it is time for BYU. Cam Carter left. Cut off on the perimeter. Down to a three-second shot clock for Tyler Perry. Pulls and fires and misses the three. The rebound. Tracked down by Richie Saunders. There you go. This to make it a single-digit game. 69-58. K-State's lead is 11. Robinson high to Atiki. Atiki. No, let's Johnson pass by. Dribbles once. Pirouettes at the top of the paint and hands off to Waterman. Waterman to the perimeter, down the lane, bank and miss off the rim. Tough miss in tight. 
That would have made it a nine-point game. K-State racing the other way. Transition, Gasson jumps into the paint, squeezes it up and scores it. That's a really tough swing there for BYU. Instead of being down nine, you're down 13. And both teams got the same look at the rim. Gasson's had a nice game. Jackson Robinson, drive, pull up, good. Base right. Six-footer Jackson Robinson, 11-point game again, 5.25 to go. Really interesting here as BYU's gone with the Tiki the last four or five minutes. Ali Khalifa, three points. Fuseni Traore, ten points. Nearly a turnover on the baseline, but it gets right to Will McNair, who jumps up right at the front of the rim and scores, and he's got eight. Wow, just nothing going BYU's way. Looked like it might be a turnover, and it turns into an easy layup. Oklahoma State shot near 60% last Saturday. K-State at 54% this Saturday. Offensive foul, BYU. Turnover, number eight. And K-State's taking better care of the ball after halftime. Only three turnovers for one of the most turnover-prone teams in the country. K-State's leads 13-73-60. Timeout on the floor. 4.52 to go. BYU's deficit has gone from 11-13 to 13 since our last break. 60, uh, 73-60 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. To the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We've got 4.52 to play here at Bramlage Coliseum in Manhattan, Kansas. And similar to last Saturday in Stillwater, BYU's not had a lead at any point in this game. Last week's game started 8-0 for Oklahoma State. This week's game started 8-0 for K-State. And BYU has yet to battle back in either of those games. BYU did, did not even get close to leading it in Stillwater. Did have a tie at 28-28 in the first half of this game. But uh, playing comeback the whole game. And... Uh, Worst three-point shooting game of the season so far for BYU percentage-wise at 19%, 5 for 26. And not to, uh, you know, hammer the previous point, you know, too loudly, but it's just such a big, big part of BYU's game that that to be so, to struggle to this great of an extent gives BYU, you know, almost no chance to win when that's so much of your offense. And there's still time, Mark. There's 4.52 to go, and BYU's down 13. But I think... uh, more than a couple of threes have to drop here in the last few minutes for the Cougs to have some hope of the comeback win here in Manhattan. Yeah, both of these, both those games that you mentioned were early games. and I mean, it's not a big deal, but one of the things you get when you play a night game is you get a midday shoot-around. And when you haven't played on a, an opposing court, that's an important time to get shots in, kind of get a sense of the rims. I'm not saying that's the reason why BYU shooting poorly, but it's, it's a disadvantage in, in Clearly, in those two games, those early games on the road, BYU's not shot the ball well. Well, we shall see what BYU shows us here in the final five minutes at Bramlage. And the Cougs do have road splits in each of their previous two back-to-back road game attempts. They'll get a game on Tuesday at KU. I do know this. KU doesn't rely on the three to nearly the extent BYU does as Saunders gets a steal off the inbounds and finds Johnson for three and he knocks it down what a play from Richie and then the shot from Spencer might that be the play it's a 10 point game coming out of the break off the inbound a steal by Saunders and a three for Spencer Johnson we said more than a couple threes have to go here well that's one right there 73-63 it was a heck of a steal from Richie on the floor. Backdoor. Oh, a backdoor lay-in. An alley-oop conversion. A soft little lay-in 
for Arthur Kaluma. He's got 27, tying his career high set against BYU. Dallin Hall lobs it up for Atiki, comes down with it, reverse flip, score! Atiki converts, and we're back to a 10-point game, 75-65. I gave, I gave you all reason for hope based on what happened in the Pro Bowl, and the Cougs are keeping hope alive here. Four minutes to play, 75-65, 10-point game. K-State made the do, may, may need to do it. BYU did another steal by Dallin Hall. Dallin stopping at the arc. Atiki up top. Spencer Johnson again. Missed the three. Rebound, Kaluma. Oh, man alive. Oh, that would have made it a seven-point game. BYU getting steals here. Dallin got the steal. Looked like he could have taken it all the way. Backed it up, wanting the three, and they miss it. 75-65. I was about to say, K-State may need to do what BYU did to keep K-State in the game. And pro that is miss late free throws. And Gasson's on the floor. That's a guy. He's shooting 43%. Two for four today. 3.15 to go. You're down 10. When is too early to go for Gasson? Three-pointer missed by Perry. Rebound. Johnson leaking his waterman. Spencer stays with it on the dribble to the front court right side. Spencer Johnson free throw line. Johnson out to Waterman. Waterman three-point range left. Three minutes even to go. BYU down 10. Dallin Hall thought about it. Richie Saunders will take it. Cuff it. Turn with it. Shoot it. And score it. Eight-point game. Richie Saunders. Makes it 75-67. There's time. BYU will press. Not get a steal early in K-State's defensive backcourt. No half-court trap. They beat it to Gasson. Gasson's a guy on the floor that doesn't shoot it well. McNair doesn't shoot it well. Two poor free-throw shooters are on the floor right now. 2.30 to go. It's an eight-point game, 75-67. Kaluma dives low, stops at eight feet, leans in, draws the foul, and gets free-throws for a new career high. And Mark, I don't know, two and a half to play. I don't think it's too early to be thinking about hitting the big guys who can't hit free-throws, but Kaluma, who can, will now go to the line for two after this. 221 to go. The under four-minute media timeout is taken. 75-67. BYU by eight on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Right before the break, Arthur Kalula fouled on a driving lay-in. He'll have two free throws. He's already got 27, which ties a career high. And he set it against BYU while playing for Creighton. Now with at least one free throw, he gets a new career high. This would be second. This would be two consecutive Saturdays in which players have career highs against BYU. Last week it was Jamiron Keller and Brandon Garrison, both with career highs in scoring. And today Kaluma is nearing a 30-point game. 27s is high, which he's at right now. Free throws for 28 and 29. And Mark, it's like pulling the goalie in hockey. It's a gamble you take. But fouling players who shoot a poor free throw number and not giving guys like Kaluma a chance to score is a gamble you'd consider in a game where you're down eight and only 220 to play. And you've got poor free throw shooters in McNair and Gasson on the floor. They have been for Kansas State. Again, it's a gamble. I get that. But if Kaluma scores two here and you're down nine and you convert on your end, you may need to think about that. If they play out 30 seconds on every clock, you won't have enough possessions left. It's the only reason. The K-State stayed in the game in the final two minutes at BYU was putting the BYU Cougars at the free throw line and having them miss free throw after free throw. And they just showed some Kaluma highlights in the last couple possessions. And and uh, it was a, a pass from McNair from the top of the key with the Tiki on him. It could have fouled for a bucket. And that time, again, 
Uh, McNair had the basketball, and they, they don't foul, and Kaluma will now get two free throws. 75-67. BYU's deficit is 8. 2.21 to go. Kaluma for a new career high. 9 for 10 today at the line. Never seen an arena get more quiet on free throws. He gets it. And there it is. 28. Never has he scored 28 in a game until today. Some guys, you know, there's teams that they just start salivating. And after what he did at Creighton, and he had a nice game at the Marriott Center. Yeah, 18 and 8 back in Provo. And that's one for two. There's a miss. Nine-point game, 76-67. Jackson's big shot. Jackson, we'll see what he's got. Jackson Robinson bobbles it and regains it near the timeline to Saunders. Saunders, handoff Robinson late in the shot clock. Now under two in the game. Top of the key three. Missed it long. Rebound. Collected by Waterman who resets and fires and misses for three. A slap out of bounds by Atiki. And now 151 to go. And K-State a nine-point lead. And the Cougars' three-point number is still its worst of the year. Would have been very interesting if BYU hit one of those to get it to six. Four for 16 in the first half. Two for 13 in the second half. Kaluma to McNair. Got a foul, and they do. So this is the only way that BYU will have a shot here, you'd think, is having guys like McNair miss some free throws. Now both McNair and Gasson are on the floor together right now. Gasson at 43% on the year. He's 2 for 4 today. McNair is 2 for 2, but he's due for a miss because he's only a 53% guy. Now every foul is 2 free throws for K-State. BYU is still in the single bonus. Score, 76-67, K-State, 149 to play. Miss by McNair. He was due, and there it is. And I didn't think it was ever too early to get those guys. Need something miraculous to happen down big, and this certainly helps your effort. Second by McNair. Good, this one. So three of four for McNair. One point added, 77-67. Makes and stops, and maybe some free throw misses on the K-State end is what BYU needs. Hall is fouled, and he'll shoot one and one on the foul by Carter, who's got his fourth. Could have gone against the Tiki. Nice whistle for BYU there to get to the free throw line. Dallin's been to the line once today and missed a front end. Is that correct? That's right. Yep. This will be another one. Is not in the double bonus yet. Dallin on the last two front ends has been woefully short. So bend those legs and get it to the rim. Nice. Makes the free throw. BYU down 9, 1.43 to go. Miss. Dallin Hall, 1 for 3 today, 61% on the year. 77-68, BYU. You can foul Gasson. He had the ball. He did not foul him. It goes to Kaluma right side. And now Perry, when Gasson or McNair get the ball, you got to foul. You might want to consider holding them away from the play as long as it's too not, not too... Obvious into flagrant territory. The pass to McNair. Follow him immediately. Jump hook. Good. 
McNair's got 11, averaging 7.3. BYU's down 11. Saunders beneath the rim as Zions Bank shot of the game shortly and goes, but a big shot for BYU. Shot of the game brought to you by Zions Bank. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Now under a minute to go, and BYU's down 9, 79-70. Nice move by Kaluma. Drive, dunk by Gasson. He's got 8, and the lead is 11. 50 seconds to go. And K-State wire to wire today against BYU. What do we have? Kaluma has just been terrific. I, they come to the scores table. I think delay. a clock issue. Just a clock issue. What about a delay of game? No, the clock's all messed up now. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I think the official came over to signal the player did not give up the ball. So 51.8 seconds remain, and K-State's up 11, 81 to 70. Yeah, I mean, Kaluma, he broke the press with the great behind the back and dishes a dunk. I mean, the guy can do it all. Double-double, 28-10 and 10 for Arthur Kaluma. BYU down 11, 45 seconds to go. Jackson Robinson, free throw line, push shot is good. Nine-point game. BYU needs to foul immediately. Gasson or McNair, ideally, but they'll get it out of those guys' hands as much as possible. Will Jerome Tang and the Wildcats, 81-72. Kaluma on the end line, and Johnson knocks out. 43.7 on the game clock. Well, Kansas doesn't use the three-point shot to nearly the same extent BYU does. And if the Cougars had a good night from three, they'd have a shot, I think, at Fog Allen. But certainly no shot at the shoot like they do today on Tuesday. Six for 29 from three. Shot the Cougs out of this game here in Manhattan. 81-72, BYU down nine, 43.7 to go. This about as many points... And about as little time left as you could hope to have a shot maybe in this game. And so many crazy things would have to happen, including steals for BYU. 81-72. BYU down 9. 43.7 to go. Kaluma on the end line. Into Ames. Ames on the baseline. Doubled and stolen by BYU. Robinson, little jumper. Missed it short. Offensive rebound. No. And foul. Or just out of bounds off of K-State. Hard to say. I haven't signaled yet. They're discussing it. Now it's K-State ball. They'll take a look at it. So 34.1, but Robinson misses a little short pusher. And uh, Jackson at 7 for 17, 1 for 8 from deep on this day. That 1-3 does extend his 3-point streak to 14 games, by the way. So 34.1 to go. It's a 9-point game. 31, uh, 81 to 72. BYU shooting 42% to K-State's 55. And so Oklahoma State, it was one of their best shooting days. In fact, it was their best shooting day of the year. Last week against BYU, nearly 60%, and they win the game. And K-State with one of its best days of the year at 55, leading BYU late. It should be BYU's basketball. Kaluma hit it, and then it hit the back of the backboard. So that should be out of bounds. So I think they'll reverse this one. By the way, this is K-State's second best shooting day of the year. They shot 57% against South Dakota State. But for the best, uh, first time in more than three months... The Wildcats have shot 55% in a game. 55 field, 47-3, 76 stripe. Those are winning numbers. BYU shoots 42, 21, and 63. And those on this day would be losing numbers. 34.1 to play. Nine-point K-State lead still looking at the monitor are the officials for possession. Well, that was a weird shot from Jackson. They got a turnover, and you'd think maybe you want to kick it out for a, a three, but Jackson... Had just hit a little runner, so maybe he felt confident with that, but was not really close. And then ensuing fight for that rebound, it, it looked to me like it went off K 
K-State, Kaluma hit it on the uh, into the backboard. So I think BYU will get this ball, but that was a great opportunity there to score off a turnover, cut it to six. Mark, one of the things you expect to do and hope to do against K-State is, is win the turnover battle and outscore them off of turnovers. And that's what BYU did today. 13-8 to is the turnover number, and 20-9 to is the points off of turnovers number in BYU favor. But despite a double-digit lead in points off of turnovers, BYU likely to lose this game because of really just one number. We've hit it over and over again, and it's no surprise. The 6-for-29 from the arc will undo BYU today. Despite the fact K-State played according to type and gave BYU 20 points off of giveaways. BYU shot 14 more threes and made one less than K-State. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen for you with those numbers. So BYU outscored by three at the three-point line, but outscored by 12 at the free-throw line. That's a 15-point disparity in a game. The Cougars trail by nine, 81 to 72. So the Cougs have seen some teams get hot lately. In fact, even including Baylor. So the last six games now for BYU. These are the opponent field goal percentage numbers last six games. 49, 43, 51, 60, 49, and 55. So BYU's defensive numbers, which were stellar, have kind of really struggled the last three weeks. It's been, you know, why BYU's dropped a couple of those games. It's just, uh, and it was such a switch, man. They were locked down. It was really good for a long time. Yeah, even in that Baylor game, which to me I thought was a really nice defensive effort, Baylor was still able to score, and I attributed part of that just because it's Baylor, one of the best offensive teams in the country. But but they shot 49. Yeah, they yeah. shot they shot well. They outshot BYU, and and you got to find other ways to win. But that, that's a problem going forward. I mean, BYU's kind of put their buttered their bread with three point shooting, and uh, it's it hasn't been great. I mean, they shot well at home against Baylor from three, but last couple games on the road have been pretty discouraging. Yeah, so the number of threes BYU's made away from home recently, uh, six today, eight at Oklahoma State, eight at Oklahoma. So single-digit threes, last three road games for a team averaging, you know, better than 10 per game in league. BYU will get it, so not dead yet. So Cougar basketball down nine. Almost need a three right here. 35.8 to go, BYU basketball down nine, 81-72. There's time. Saunders off the inbound. Goes up with it. Reverses and scores. Richie Saunders makes it a seven-point game. 33.4 to go. BYU doubles in backcourt. Perry on the baseline. Did he call timeout? He did. They have two remaining now down to one. So, BYU doing its part to keep it interesting. 81-74. to It's as close as BYU's been in a long, long time here in the second half. In fact, you've got to go back to 15-38 to play. When BYU was within six at 49-43, Perry made it a seven and then eight-point game on free throws. So it's been nearly 16 minutes of game time, a little over 15, since BYU's been as close as seven. Of course, it comes now with 30.2 to go. 30 on the game, 26 on the shot. BYU down seven. It's a tricky situation as... You don't you don't want to foul, but you want to foul. So, but you want to get a trap first and be very aggressive to get the turnover. But then you then you have to foul if you don't get it. But uh, BYU you did a nice job on Perry there. You don't want Perry at the line, so be aggressive with him. Don't foul him, make him give it up. But you uh, had to call timeout. Almost traveled when he was calling timeout. Almost stepped out of bounds. So it was a good trap. Will it be too little too late on this day in Manhattan? 34-32. 
by the 30.2 remaining in an 81-74 game. Kaluma goes court length for Carter, who lays it up and in. And may have traveled with it, but no call. And the shot clock is off. K-State by nine. Turnover, Spencer Johnson gets it back. Hands to Nell. Push shot. Heavy. Tip. No. Tip collected by Johnson. Down to 15 seconds. Johnson for three. No. The rebound. K-State. Gasson hands off to Perry. Perry in backcourt. Doubled near the timeline on an eight-second game clock. And timeout called by K-State. Final timeout called by the Wildcats. And that should do it. 83-74. K-State's going to win it. 8.3 to go. Make it 7.8 on the clock to play. It'll be K-State basketball coming out of the timeout. Well, those last couple three-point heaves, just an insult to injury for BYU's three-point number today. 20% even is a season low for BYU. And so, the Cougs will go to 0-6 when shooting in the 20s from the three-point line. And BYU so three-point dependent that that number will sink you more times than not. And it did today here at Bramlage. Second consecutive road game without a lead for BYU. Early game, lower tier team in the Big 12, and didn't make a difference. Both teams lit it up. Oklahoma State and K-State against BYU. It's interesting how they started the same way, and and I think part of it is because they're lower tier teams, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, you just don't have the fire in your belly. I guarantee that as they go to Kansas, that's such a big, big game and so exciting that they'll be ready to go, and they'll probably have a good start to that one, but you have to find a way against teams like Kansas State and Oklahoma State to, to generate that enthusiasm early because if they if you don't, if you let them get hot early, a team that is desperate to win, like K-State, they've, they've had a real long stretch. They're desperate, and if they can hit a big couple big shots, they're like, this is our day. This We're, we're turning around here, and the, they get going. So it, it's really important, especially early, to, to play with your own kind of desperation or else it could get ugly, and it has gotten ugly for BYU. K-State last won a game in regulation more than a month ago. They went 1-7 and seven since that win with the one, one, with the one win being in overtime. All right, so 7.8 to go. BYU down 9, and K-State will trigger. Timeouts, no timeouts remaining left for K-State. If they get it in, just don't foul. Just let them get it in. Kaluma into McNair. McNair hands Perry. Perry past the timeline, takes a hit, and it'll be free throws with 3.9. So Perry on a 3-for-3 shooting day will get two more at the free throw line. 3-for-3 from the stripe, that is. 15 points on the day for Tyler Perry. Five Wildcats in double figures today, including Will McNair Jr. And when he gets the double figures, usually a good sign of success for K-State. I don't like that foul, but Richie doesn't have an off switch. And he missed. Look at that. The 93% free throw shooter. Tyler Perry misses for just the 12th time this year. Three for four on the day. 83-74, 84-74, 10-point lead with 3.9 to go. BYU will inbound it to Hall. Saunders into four court with two and with one. Gets it off before the horn. Missed the layup with a contact, no call. It's elementary, 84-74. K-State wins it. Post-game recap next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats and rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the final score here in Manhattan is 84-74. to K-State is a winner. 
you know, I, I kind of hate the uh, the cliche, live by the three, die by the three, but, uh, you know, sometimes it's appropriate, and uh, I guess today's one of those days, Mark. Yeah, terrible three-point shooting. And, I mean, I'm not hurting anybody's feelings by saying uh, I mean, the team knows <laughs> they shot terribly. This is a team that makes more threes than anybody in the country, really, or tied or second or whatever it is, but they just did, couldn't get it done tonight. And typically, when they do shoot poorly, and, and it's hard to put a lot on one guy, but, I mean, he's, he's your guy, and that's Jackson Robinson. He, he made his first, and then he was one for eight the rest of the way, and Trevin Nell only took one, or, yeah, took one, and, I mean, you got one for nine from two of the best shooters in the country. It's hard to win on the road. You're asking other guys to do things that kind of step in to fill that role. That's a, that's a tough ask, and, and no one was up to that challenge. So it was it was tough. I mean, BYU played hard. I'm not saying they didn't play hard. They out-rebounded Kansas State. And it was 19-6, to six, I think, on the offensive rebounds. But you know, they played hard. But, man, if you don't make your shots, if the, the ball didn't go in the hoop type night. And it, it's hard to beat a good, t- solid Kansas State team who's good at home and shot the ball well themselves at home. If you're not making your own threes and, and the team is at home, they're, they're probably going to beat you. And if K-State, uh, for K-State, it's hard to lose when you shoot today's kind of numbers. 56% from the field, including 65 after halftime. You're trying to come back and a uh, team shoots 65 against you. Good luck. Uh, 56% for the day, 47% from three, and 74% from the free throw line. And as Mark noted, <laughs> BYU more than doubled up K-State in three-point attempts and made one less than K-State for the day. BYU 6 for 31 from deep. Uh, 29 for 71 overall and 10 of 16 free throw lines. So the numbers go 41%, 19%, and 63%. I just t- uh, tweeted out 6 for 30 from 3, but they changed a 2 to a 3, so now it goes to 6 for 31 for BYU from the three-point line on this day. So a bad number somehow got a little bit worse <laughs> just in the last few seconds as they made a stat adjustment in this game. Um, and yeah, BYU, when they shoot 33% or better on the year from three, they're 17-2. and two. When they shoot under 33%, they're 2-6, and six, and now 0-6 oh when under 32, and they were at under 20% on this day. Wow. Uh... BYU led today by 15 from Jackson Robinson. The, the rare day when you get five and double figures and lose. Uh, five, 15 for Robinson, 12s for Waterman and Johnson, 11 for Saunders, 10 for Traore. You also got threes from Hall, Khalifa, uh, six, by the way, for Atiki, and two for Nell, putting you to 74. K-State gets five and double figures. Career high, 28 for Kaluma. So it was two highest career scoring games, both against BYU. One for Creighton and one for K-State. 28 Kaluma, 16 Perry, 12s for Carter and Gasson, 11 for McNair, three for Ames, two for Colbert, putting you at 84 on this day. All right, those are the main numbers of notes. Uh, some miscellaneous categories, points off of turnovers. BYU won big in losing, 22 to 9 there. Second chance points, BYU won that one as well, 14 to 10. Bench points, BYU won that one as well. 42-23. Pain points, BYU won that one as well. 40, it just shows you how big the three-point shot was today. Every other category, BYU did well in. Uh, paint points to BYU plus six. Uh, fast break did go to K-State at a margin of 12-5. to K-State led for 38 minutes and 30 seconds. BYU did not lead at all in this game. Second consecutive away game in which BYU does not have a lead at any point. All right, that's your post-game recap. Let's get to our new skin data discovery. It is brought to you, as always, by New Skin. 
your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you like for a uh, new skin data discovery on this game? Uh, to, to, to belabor the point from you, BYU did a lot of good things, and the two-point field goals were our 23 for 40, so they, they, they did a nice job everywhere on the floor but the three-point line, and that's what happened today. Postgame recap starts with those numbers. We'll continue with the Big O Tires Cougar postgame live show with Ben Bagley, then back to courtside for more from Manhattan. Final score, 84-74. Wildcats over the Cougars on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.